okay, here's something we all can relate to. One year, I was reluctantly taking a vacation in Amsterdam. That's going on holiday for you, Viv. <laughs> and as I was returning to my hotel after a particularly raucous night out, a car came whipping around the corner, driving backwards at full speed. It hit my body like a charging rhino, knocked the joint right out of my hand. <laughs> I just flopped over the car like a rag doll, landed flat in the street. But I stood up, dusted myself off, took a bow and said, that was a freebie. <laughs> I felt completely fine, so I didn't do anything about it. Now, seven years later, my spine is out of alignment in three different places, and I wake up every morning feeling like I've been put through a cement mixer. <laughs> you see, the body remembers trauma, even if the mind suppresses it. Some say being born is an act of trauma. Think of it. You are ripped out of the ultimate safe space mm -hmm. and then thrust into a world full of people who would just as soon run you down with their car <laughs> and leave you for dead in the middle of the streets of Amsterdam. <laughs> so obviously this entire speech is, you know, just so good. But I felt like this little section was so was such a good example of why it was so good because i felt like this really covered the ways in which this speech shouldn't have worked like to tell this crazy story about amsterdam to tie it into the topic of trauma and like that buzzword and then to be able to bring back the, the car accident as a as a joke it, with a best supporting joint in her hand i mean i i just felt like and she's like barely looking at her cards i just was like wow this is so good it was so brilliant. I, I I can't believe she she created this in the same amount of time as everybody else. Yeah, I it was and and it felt I mean I think a, a big part of this challenge was that thing that Rue talks about of like do I feel comfortable? Do I feel like you've got this moment covered or do I see you kind of glancing nervously at your cards? Are you Blair St. Clair mm -hmm. or are you Jinx Monsoon? And Right, right. You know, it was like what I also loved about this was that she had found a way to contextually use her cards of like, oh, sorry, I have to figure out how to repurpose this speech. So, like, mm. she could still use them, but it wasn't Jinx using them. It was the character using them, you know? Yeah, I feel like nothing was even on those cards for Jinx. Right. Like, there may have been, like, you know, uh, you know, bring up trauma here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there may have Potatoes. been like, little... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there may have been keywords, but it was so good. And uh, I just, it was, it, there was a part of me that was like, oh my God, she can't win again this week. But, like, it really is like Ben de la Creme on All Stars 3. Like, nope, <gasps> she's going to win. Something about these Pacific Northwest <clears throat> queens, Mary. Telling you what? I mean, you know. It's, uh, the, I'm just, it's the clouds. It's the rain. It's, it's the, the rain. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, you spend a lot of time indoors, you know, Talking spend about a lot trauma. of time alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I, I just thought this was like a brilliant speech because she, she did the car bit. I, she did that three times. She got, yeah. She I, brought I, it back I, at the end. Yeah, she brought it back into the end. Um, uh, my memory is mashed potatoes. I was hit by a fucking car. Laugh out loud funny. I watched this in two different contexts. I watched this while I was at the gym on a, a stationary bike, and I also watched it at a bar, and it was funny both times. 
And I think that says something because that's something else I noticed is it was everything's funnier when we when you're with other people. Uh, because mm-hmm. at first when I watched this whole challenge, I was like, okay, everybody was fine. Um, and then at the bar, I was like, oh, everybody did really well. Um, for for the time that they had to write these speeches, uh, this was great. I Jinx is continuing to just kill it. It's just it's nuts. I mean, now that they've gotten the sewing challenge out of the way, it's really. I mean, you know, it's all either uphill or downhill. It's all the easy one from here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, she she spoke right to RuPaul, Mary. She spoke like, oh, you know, like quoting RuPaul in this. Like, you know, I, I, what you said earlier buzzed with me because you're like, oh, and, and the thing that RuPaul always brings up is like, oh, I was calm watching you. Or I wasn't nervous watching you. The other thing that she did really well was she made her fucking laugh, Evie. Uh-huh. Um, and I just wanted to note that I couldn't believe I hadn't noticed it before. But Jinx Monsoon was the special guest when RuPaul went around to all the tables talking about uh, it was either the roast or the snatch game. Oh, wow. Jinx was a special guest in a previous season. It may have been snatch game. That makes sense that it was for a snatch game episode. Make me fucking laugh, Evie. You know, as long as it's funny, I'll fucking laugh. I'll fucking laugh. I just want to fucking laugh, which is different (laughs) from just laughing. You're fucking laughing. Fucking laugh, yeah. Make me fucking laugh. laugh. <laughs> I want it to hurt coming out. Both Make ways. me fucking laugh, Evie. It's 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 so wild because there's so much venom underneath it. <laughs> well, at this point, she's just like, if I get one more Beyonce on that panel, I'm yeah, gonna... Lady Gaga for yeah. sure. <laughs> we uh, the other thing that I just think is brilliant about this speech, and somebody else does it. Maybe you'll remember who, but she. I mean, she's speaking right to RuPaul by saying the body remembers trauma, even if the mind suppresses it. I feel like this is right out of what's the tea. Oh, you know who does it? Evie does it brilliantly. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. When as soon as Evie goes into like, you know, uh, the power of failure. I mean, RuPaul. Yes. Oh, she says she says the gift of failure. And the RuPaul gift goes, of failure. Mm. <laughs> if Rue was tucked at that point, the tape would have just ripped right off her asshole. Whoop. 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 <laughs> Now's a great time. <laughs> and I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> The uh, remix is coming, Marys. Just stay tuned. <laughs> I'm like, are there any other oops? I mean, I guess there's gooped. Gooped. You could add a gooped in. Oh, gooped. I think, yeah, maybe like at the at, at the climax. There's got to be, and I've been, I've been racking my brain about it. Are there other moments where queens on stage went, whoop, like, well, or a oops? You know, the, <laughs> the, the first <laughs> thing that came to mind, it feels so like deep cut, but uh, like, not important, but to me it's very important, and I know you're going to remember this, is in season six when Darian Lake's earring fell off during the interview <laughs> with Cher's mother. Yeah, but she doesn't make a noise. Does she? Yeah, and I know, but it's, that's, the, that's the most oop moment I can think of. And it just was like, it, was this, it had the same energy of oop. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. The the edit, ooh, and we'll talk about this. This is a, a hot topic for this episode. But the edit of that could have been a welcome moment. 
Well, like, there yeah. was no shade rattle. They showed RuPaul just like co-signing it. Like, oop. yep, yep. Gave a Montessori oop. It's okay. We all oop. Everybody oops. Yep. The you gift know? of failure. You the, know, the gift of failure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I. Oh God. Oop. I mean, that when that when that hair clip felt I fell out I, or the the hair pick came out I was like, oh Monet. Any other season, any other season, you'd be. You'd be Toast. right to the bottom. Oh, this, yeah. They would, they would be like, oh, I was really nervous. I don't think you quite recovered after that. Right. I mean, I have the whole clip here, and you can hear it. Listen. Perhaps it was my sickening looks on season 10. <laughs> my sickening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really. <laughs> my sickening. <laughs> I just, yeah. It was so it was, it was like it was on purpose, but it wasn't. And also, I mean, she recovered so well. I like all credit to Monet. Like she was like, yep. What fuck ever. Nobody's going home on this season. Like there was no stakes here. Monet is a brilliant speaker. And this little human moment, Mary, I was dying. I was dying. <laughs> well, when you think about it, Monet has nothing to lose this week. She's blocked. She's not going to get the extra star because she got mm. blocked this week. So why would someone give her the charity star, no matter how hard she campaigned for it and strategized for it in the workroom? So, like, the reality is, if Monet is really onto herself, she knows it's like, I'm not going nowhere this week. I'm not going up. I'm not going down. Mm. Yeah, you know, the star twist is an interesting thing to kind of talk about uh but maybe we'll save it because uh, i was surprised to see that both of them get two stars yes i mean i think it's smart well i'll save it when we get into it because i we can kind of have a star chat but um, i mean to quote you it's like you know four legendary legend stars you know it's it's four it's not three it's four four it's, being given out yeah yeah well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm. I think the more the merrier because it only makes like if there's only eight r- queens in the room, you got to have a lot more stars, you know. Yes, you got to have a lot more stars. And I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Michelle, you remember my porch? Oh, God. Just in case anyone uh, forgot. But anyway, back to the clip of the week, just to tie a bow on it. Um, brilliant stuff. I. The joke, whatever year you're watching this on YouTube, landed for me. Uh, it was, it was heartfelt and very, very, very funny. Like there was really good advice in it. Uh, you know, the, the whatever the armchair psychology that uh, always happens on what's the tea and whatever. But like, it's good advice. You got to get over shit. Oh yeah, I mean that was the. I think that's the other thing that made Jinx's speech so good was like, oh, this is actually really good advice. This is actually this yeah. is like not shallow advice that you've managed to weave getting hit by a car in Amsterdam, you know, in as both the like a, an actual point and a joke, you know. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I. I thought this episode was fine, Mary. I thought it was fine. The lip sync was another kind of dud. Th- that first lip sync really set the bar. Shay and Monet, I think, will walk away from this season, unless there's more coming. But, like, that lip sync was brilliant. Well, that and song choice. The song choice. Both of them, I it, it, it was the, the stars aligned. And all everything... Stars. All stars aligned. Yeah, this is all stars, bitch. <laughs> um, it was all of them are just kind of like paling in comparison. 
Yeah, I, you know, I have thoughts on that lip sync as well. But I, I want to start with the very, before the episode even begins, I need to at least acknowledge that on Paramount Plus, their choice of thumbnail this week is bizarre. Oh, it's Monet, right? It's Monet, it Monet going, yeah. kind of doing, <laughs> kind of face seeing RuPaul enter the workroom looking objectively terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're all fantastic actors in this acting challenge, Mary. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The loving RuPaul's look mini challenge. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. MC Hammer Squared. Yeah, absolutely. Just abominable. Uh, (laughs) So MC Hammer. MC Hammer. I don't even want to. Yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs) Uh, so, you know, uh, I have to say that the band is really growing. Jinx has got her ukulele. Jade has mm. got her glockenspiel. Mm. I, and, the, and you have the hype dancer, the, uh, the thing that outside of the car dealership is Evie. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really love what's forming here. And, um, you know, <laughs> musical instruments of drag race, you know, I, these mm. may be, I don't think anyone else has brought their, like, you know, other than, like, when Matty Morphis has played the guitar in the talent oh, show. Quote, unquote, played the guitar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever that was happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Mary's, I'd like to just acknowledge that Lucy did die and come back. Jinx did play more than one chord last week. Oh, and, my God. you know, <laughs> I, I, I love, I love it. I love, you know, all the people coming out of the woodwork. I'd also love it if listeners engaged with us with as much spirit on things they agreed with or liked the same way they do when we get things wrong. They just want to put do. that out there. <laughs> they do. Mary, you got to wear it with pride. I say the oh, word grand, and that's how it that's how it is. That's how I want them. And that's yeah. how I want them. Yeah, it was uh it was it was funny. Uh I was like, "Oh my god," cuz I watched it again and I was like, "Oh my god, of course." I was like, "Oh, she is changing." Anyway, it's one of those just kind of gut things that happen. And it's like, oop. <laughs> and I oop. <laughs> and I oop. oop, oop. <laughs> Could add that on if you want. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yes, Jinx with her more than one chord playing and the Glock. You really uh, struck a chord with those Marys last week. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just, if I didn't say it now, there was no other opportunity. <laughs> Oh no, I love it. I love it. No, and uh yes, anyway, I I I, I live in in the mistake for sure. Uh yeah. but I mean man, let's remember you know, I, how unimportant yeah, this is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very unimportant. Um, and I love Jinx. I love Jinx. Uh I feel like people were defending Jinx and that's why they spoke up and it's like, well, you know, it was anyway, I love Jinx. Let's go on. <laughs> I think people are getting you wrong. I think they think you hate Jinx. That they, they, they. That's what that's what everyone told me privately. Separately, mm, Man, Johnny really hates told Jinx. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jinx. Well, listen. I mean, I I guess I should also correct myself because I feel like the impression came across last week that I did not think that Jinx deserved the the praise and even the top two pr- presents that she had in the improv challenge last week. So I want to go on the record and say that yes, I. I take it all back. Jinx should have been top two in fairy tale justice with Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Oh, with Trinity. Okay. All right. All right. Whatever. I don't care. It could be Trinity <laughs> and a bag of baked beans. Trinity top two. Wow. Okay. Well, so uh... if that makes everybody happier, then give it to Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's fine. Uh, or as she said, I... Con, Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. <Yeah>. Jinx. <laughs> Brilliance. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Last week, or was it the week before, we had her kind of doing the the in 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 their confessional it was like and this week it was viv 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 i feel like jinx has is is also kind of a hype girl you know what i mean jinx is a hype girl she's a hyper girl she is <laughs> She is that one friend of yours on on the afternoon of Halloween at school after the mm. parade in the parking lot, you know? Mm, yeah, after all of that candy. Yeah, some kids just can not take it. We can't take it! I love it. I love it. I, I, I loved Monet's little bit coming in. I'm appreciating the schmackting going on, right? I'm appreciating it. I mean, that- I... I think the secrets of the plunger thing is a great thing that I Ugh. I think the contestants all you know the queens all created themselves. I don't think the producers prompted it, and I love that each of them have gotten the beach ball and tapped it. You know, yeah. Monet had a wonderful answer after Shay's kind of big beach ball. She was like, "Well, with more information, you play the game smarter." Mm-hmm. Like it's a really great way to lie and not lie at the same time. Yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was it, it was very much like this is how like moms joke. Like there's dad jokes mm. and then this is like mom jokes. Mm, yes. This is yes. Yeah, moms would do this. I like, can't explain around their kids. Yeah, yeah, I can't explain it, but my mom would do this, you know. <laughs> but she'd kind yeah. of do it in that voice of like, well, you know, you power of the plunger, you learn more, you do more, and you know she's kind of kidding. It's kinda of like mom, you know? Yeah, you know she's kidding. Yeah. yeah. That's that's always what it is. That's the difference. Mo- with dads, with dads, they're happy to trick you. Yes. But with moms, like they also want you to know. Right. Right. They're still your mom. You know. Like yeah. <laughs> choosy moms, choose Jeff. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Choosy moms don't play the joke out too long. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, I want to praise, and I feel like it's something we've talked about before. Maybe with All Star Six. Maybe even as early as All Stars Five with Shay, but the workroom fashions are setting wonderful examples that we should be paying more attention to about non-binary and queer fashion. Like it's just another example of I'm not. I don't have to wear a t-shirt and jeans. No, no. I I feel like this season is very. Um... Yeah, it, it's very non-binary couture. Absolutely, uh, everything, and also this this season is also a lot of like uh, COVID nineteen couture. Things are very light, like fl- flowing and loosely mm. fitting, and you mm-hmm. know leaves room for expansion. You know, <laughs> there you we've go. all COVID, been in quarantine. Yeah. There's no shame in having a COVID nineteen. Well, I love. Well, just to kind of like name some of them, Jada's blue and yellow, like and tan, like flowering pattern, little uh, romper, and then you have Raja's was probably the most eye catching for me. The gray and blue pinstripe jacket shirt. Oh, mm-hmm. so so chic, in the words of Emily Blunt. Um, and then you have Shay with the four non blondes hat. Which I loved. Oh, she was very four non blondes. I was like, yeah, what's Shay, going on? What's yeah. going on? Because <laughs> I said, Shay, what's going on? <laughs> and I said, Shay, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I said Shay. To, it's the share voice, yeah. Shay! Yeah, yeah. you can repurpose it. <laughs> Fucking Shay, what's going on, bitch? Uh, I love Monet's Indiana Jones hat. So chic. And then Jinx Monsoon in that black overdress is what I'm going to call it, like an overdress. It's like a dress that you put over something else. Like if you're uh, like at cute. a pool club and you're going to wear that, you wear it there, you know? It, Yeah, and... And they're just kind of repurposing it for casual fashion. And it was, I just thought it was so chic. Trinity in that tracksuit with the green hat looking like she's an extra in rent was really cute. Oh, I don't even, I don't, that I don't remember. I just remember. Oh, like, okay. Mostly Shays, let's be honest. That kind of stood out. Yeah. <laughs> let's be Shay, yeah, yeah, it was like, Shay. Anyway, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? Uh, yeah, and then RuPaul comes in, you know, just to match them in that, you know, MC Hammer queer shirt. Yeah, uh, I'd say uh, rock beat scissors on this one. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. No, not oops. No, not oops. And I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. I <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, yes, they, she introduces the challenge. We find out about the top two getting two stars. Mary, what do you think about this twist? Did you see this coming? I, I, I sort of. I, had, I think my prediction for the season was that there would be weeks where they'd be giving out more stars or, there, mm. or there'd be, like, a challenge. I think I didn't know if it was stars or points, and so I thought there'd be weeks where one challenge would be worth more points than an earlier challenge. So this is kind of a version of that, right, where, like— yeah. This way you'll get two stars. But the twist of then you could then give your star to one of the other girls. I mean, mm. that's genius. A little next yeah. top model, who are you going to share your prize with, you know? But also, also uh, yes, in a way. But also it's like, I mean, that's a that's a big twist, I think. That creates more of a survivor game, creating more of an alliance. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. more of a reason to have an alliance. I think that's a smart move for a season where nobody goes home it's like okay how can we create this even more kind of uh, uh espionage whatever the word is i can't think of the word uh i'm kind of like trinity the tuck taylor right now or jada yeah like it's a strategy or whatever but like it, it creates more like dynamics that they have to kind of it, it's it, you know yeah let's say strategy i think we know what we're talking about you know i yeah. i love that Monet has, I mean, such a journey with this because obviously she does not stand to benefit from this at all. And uh, there's a quick shot of her kind of like touching her like eyebrow or like the space between her eyebrow and like frustration. And I just need to call out like touching your eyebrow when you're annoyed or bothered. That kind of acting is, oh, Mm. it's so good. Mm. We saw uh, that type of acting in the finale of Spain when they came into the workroom, it was just kind of this like big, I can't speak. I have to show in the finale of Spain when they had in the video, they come in and they have to be oh. like, Oh, the message. Oh, yeah. in the video. Yes. Yes. Oh, the schmacting of the like, Oh, look. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so I, you know, I do love the, the, the dynamic here in the workroom that they're showing of essentially Shay being in stu- stuck inside with the outdoor kids on a rainy day. Like, Oh my God. I mean, I- I'd go <sighs> mad. J- I, Jade, I would grab that thing. The Galactic spiel with Jada's hands on it to quiet it and say, stop it. 
and I would just do yeah, that. Yeah, I would, I, I would take some strings off of Jinx's uke. Yeah, for sure. Now she's never uh, playing chords. <laughs> yeah, now she, she's playing no chords. Now yeah. she's not playing any chords. Yeah, in in music, that's you, you see that as n dot c dot. No, no chords. chords. <laughs> no chords. Um, yeah, the workroom is not conducive for writing for concentrating. I'm assuming that there is quiet time, right? Like there is like adult swim at some point. We just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it, there is kind of that weird moment where it's like, yeah, some of them like Jinx and Jade are playing music. Trinity's sewing. You know, it's look, like, y'all. I imported my speech. Hee haw. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's like at some point they all actually still need to do the same challenge and write a speech. Mm. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess it just, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like we see that chaos for like forty-five seconds, and then it cuts to like Jada sitting there writing, and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, she calm down. Yeah, there's kind of this. I don't know. It's almost like they were filming something else, and they decided to show that chaos uh you know in, in the same way of like oh let's refilm tyra singing while she's dressing a mannequin or while right. she's you know swirling around you know right it's, i feel right, like right. it's that type of drama right right can we just like can we get you guys to just like you know just have fun just you guys just have fun <laughs> just have fun uh i want to talk about raja and something I found really kind of fascinating, but she's like, oh, I'm going to do this religious leader type of character because, you know, I, I'm kind of the leader of my own small religion, uh, you know, religion nonetheless. And I think, I think about drag queens as religious leaders, and I find it so true. I think about, like, the Alaska stands and the Trixie stands and the people that, like, defend a drag queen so hard like they're in a cult i i i think you know when you hear people who are kind of involved in other things that have a really strong fandom and then they kind of get involved in drag race i feel like i have heard people say god the the like real super fans in this world are are next level and granted like Mm -hmm. i feel like (laughs) European, you know, uh, football fans are like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Take move three over. Seats. Yeah. I will yeah. riot whether my team wins or loses. So you're nobody. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, hold my ale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, in terms of you know, television fandom and reality shows and things like that, yeah, people are. I think it's because it's like you're not only like loving what that queen is doing on television there's also that like deeper connection of like i see myself in you or you know whatever there's that deeper connection that rupaul wants that i think maybe that maybe that makes some people go crazy or maybe some people are just fucking nuts you know well i also think that if you are a young kid and you know whatever late teens early 20s you're also performing that you're their fan because that's a part of your identity so much so that you change your screen name to Katia Mattel 319 you know what i mean and it's like there it becomes a part of your identity to stand almost to the point where you want to perform so much so that your leader sees you you know yeah, I well, I mean, God, right? Like, look at the comment section. I feel like um, there was that that video that Mary just sent us of Jinx coming to the same conclusion about 
old friends gold, new friends silver. Yeah. And lucky by Britney Spears being, you know, cosmic cousins. And so I was like looking in the comments of that video and to see if they said, all right, Mary said, I was like, where, (laughs) where is anybody acknowledging that all right, Mary came up with this first. I want acknowledgement. I want validation. I want recognition. Us, Um, us, me, me. What about me? What about Juju B? What about Raven? Yeah. Really, I just wanted to see, like, okay, what are other people saying? You know, what do people say in the comment section of of a Jinx post? And, like, especially someone like Jinx, where, like, it's like Katya, like, her fans are there to agree with her and love her, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And within all of those comments, there's, like, you know, people saying, I know you get a lot of messages and I know you probably won't see this, but I just love you so much and you've saved my life. And once people get to that kind of stuff, yep, you have gotten into cult territory because it's the same things you see. I'm, I'm watching this documentary now on Hulu called The Deep End. And it's about this woman, Teal Swan, who is like a self-help guru who's, you know, as per usual, uh, mm. a, bit, a bit diabolical. And you can see in like the talks and, and I'm not comparing Jinx and Teal Swan, but it's just oh, like, no, I understand. It's I understand. crazy. We're talking about Raja's. Can... This is stemming from Raja's kind of like, you know, character. We get it. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but like, you can see the same response from people who are like, you know, your videos saved my life. Your book saved my life. And it's like, it, it is nuts when you attach what you do to somebody's life being saved, especially if what you do is drag and not like self-help. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of been the buzzword of 2022, I feel like, parasocial relationships. I've heard so many celebrities now in interviews and posts, like, just like, just throw that word out there, parasocial relationships. And it's just now people are talking about it, how it's just it, it, it. That's what it is. And you think you think so much more of the relationship, but that person has no idea that you exist. And I feel like there are people that are clamoring to get past that status of parasocial and like, no, I do want you to see me. I want this to be this type of situation where I'm your number one fan. Oh, Paul, you know, like I can take care of you if you ever get sick in the middle of the woods, you know, what this makes me think of is because I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like, those those like stan accounts on twitter when some of these folks would talk about seeing a certain drag race girl it would be like using language like oh i miss my bestie oh my god i just miss her so much so excited Mm. to see her again and it's like the idea that by the queen coming to your town and her tour that she is like the concept of i miss you you know what i mean like using that word it's like it just feels it doesn't feel correct or it feels like a, a more in the lens of this parasocial relationship where this is, this is you coming to visit me versus this is you on your tour, you know? Yeah. I mean, I you, think there's, you know? a, yeah, I think there's also the other side of that is like not to think t- deeply about that in certain situations where it's like, Oh no, I did miss her on my screen. Oh no, I did miss her in my ears. Oh, yeah. I did. You know, like there is the sense of like, oh, no, I really, I loved it when I was having it, then it was taken away, and now I'm happy it's back. And you just say, oh, I missed it, right? And this it's not that deep. different. Yeah. This is more of like... Yeah, you're right. It's different. It's The different. way you talk about like someone, oh, my God, I'm so excited to see my friend again. Mm, right, right. I mean, and not to say, I mean, I don't know, Mary, we've gotten a bunch of letters being like, I feel like I'm talking to my friends, which is different. I think it's different than what we're talking about right now. 
Yeah, I, I, I do too because I, I feel like there's, you know, I don't know. I, I'm i sure it is. I feel like it's – I get that feeling, I guess, because there's podcasts I listen to where I feel like, oh, God, I know their jokes. I, I've been listening to them for a while. They're very familiar voices. But, like, I also have the perspective of, like, well, yeah, but if I ever met them in person, like, they have not had as much time with me as I had with them, you know? Yeah, I don't know this person. This person does not know me. Like, when I reach out and comment on my favorite tennis podcasts, uh, posts or whatever, like, they have no obligation to write me back. They don't know who I am. You know what I mean? Like, they have no idea who I am. Yeah. I could be yeah. a bot. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, you could, it could be anything. And so, yeah, it's... Uh, but, you know, and, and that kind of extends into the whole, like, the social media conversation and all that and just the accessibility and, you know, mm. to bring it back to Fire Island, having private accounts, you know? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> What's he trying to hide? Yeah. What's he trying to hide? He yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought that was an interesting kind of tangent uh, that Raja kind of brought up because i see it very much so with drag queens and also it's it's also kind of both like two-sided i should say i think about that conversation on was it canada or was it uk it was uk or maybe it was uk versus the world where they were like well you know how does it feel to be leaders in our community that pressure of being a leader in our community you remember that yeah i it's kind of like well drag queens are also they also don't need to act like religious leaders, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think, and in that context, and I think maybe there were other episodes where there was that point of view of like, I don't remember where somebody had said like, you know, the drag queens are our historians and our soothsayers like mm. all these things. And it's like, I could, I'm also, I'm an entertainer, Mary. You know what I mean? Like there's like a queen can also just be that. And we yep. put all this like pressure on someone to carry the weight of the community you know when it's like girl i'm carrying the weight of myself in these heels right right (laughs) i'm doing drag because i've i have very specific reasons why i'm in drag and it might not be the same as that queen who threw the first brick at stonewall judy garland you know Uh, yeah i mean it was just her birthday and i feel like they they lit a candle and they put it in the space in the wall (laughs) where judy clawed the brick out with her own goddamn fingernails With one hand, because she kept the other hand on the piano, you know? That's right. Well, and she she was holding a basket. <laughs> she was also holding a basket that she could then put the bricks in. Uh, <laughs> with the dog, yeah. <laughs> with the dog, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll get you with my little dog, too. And then she held up the mm-hmm. brick and threw it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Ugh, Judy Garland. Uh, Mary, another tangent. Did you listen to Jinx's podcast with Dave yet? No, I haven't listened to the one with Dave. Uh, I He's just... got a lot of explaining to do if, because, you know, he killed her. Oh, that's so. right. He did kill her. He, I, I, you know, I, I do have questions. I would like to know, you know. Um, was it because she threw the brick? You know, did it I go? I can't believe she's platforming such an awful murderer. Jesus. I know. We should really cancel Jinx, you know. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> bye jinx right. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah bye jinx yeah there you go <laughs> we're the kidding mary's we're jinx. kidding we're just kidding. no i am not she struck a chord with me <laughs> <laughs> one chord just just one uh, uh two jinx one chord yeah t- <laughs> oh i've seen that 
<laughs> oops. Oops. <laughs> Wait, did I just say oops? I really meant. And I. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Mary. I, I love Jinx's joke. Monet, what's another word for inhibited? Blocked. That's oh, that was brilliant. Great. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and then we get a little bit of strategizing with, uh, you know, Monet going around asking people to get. Give her a star. Oh, yeah. Uh, Working for a charity star. I mean, it's so classic Monet because whether she realizes it or not, she has 0.00 chance of getting a star. Uh, Trinity would have given her a star. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Trinity would have given her a star because at that point, Trinity would have had two. uh, So she would want Monet to have two also because they're aligned. Yeah. Though, you know, it's funny. I feel like in Untucked, I feel like they talked about who they'd give a star to and Trinity said like, Evie or something. Oh, wait I, a no. minute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, like, yeah, I saw have one yet. I saw that conversation happen where it was like, "Well, I'd give you one. I'd give you one." But then I was like, "Oh," and I oop. You know? Yeah, and I oop. And Monet, but Monet had the hot take uh, where she was like, "Well, you know, maybe I'll. I'd like to keep one of you at the bottom, so I wouldn't give." I wouldn't give any of you a star. You know what I mean? Uh, which would come back to bite her in the ass, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, I think at this point, the, the great thing with this extra star is that, like, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're either helping somebody else catch up or you're giving somebody else a lead. Right. Exactly. Mary, I want to talk a little bit about Nikki Glaser and Carson helping the Queens out, but nothing really specifically because this was a... it was. The jokes were repeated, which I didn't like. Right. We really, there wasn't really anything fresh here. What jumped out to me in this section, and this is something we've talked about now on, on Nuance on the main episode and other Marys, I, you know, without naming names, more than one Mary has, has had a similar feeling um, on how Shay is coming across the season and feeling a little kind of, a little rehearsed or a little produced or just like on a different page. Um, and what, and this really came out to me during this little workshop with Nikki and Carson because I felt like this little explanation that she gave for what she was doing was so – well, what it made me think of, to bring up a, a, a term we haven't used in a while, but it, re- it brought me back to season six Laganja being a producer's mm. contestant. Producer's contestant. Yes. Go on. What did I, – I don't know if I heard it. I'm just I feel like, you know, when she was like I like when she got choked up, I was like, this is fake. This is not this is such a performed moment. And and the whole thing of like and I wanted to show that, like, you can't keep me down and I'm this and I'm and it was just like this is just a variation of like all of the other kind of refrigerator magnet poetry drag queen fierce talk that you've been doing all season and through a lot of all stars five as well. But we forgave it because we wanted you to win because of the rose petal thing, you know. I guess you could call her cliche coulee. Oh, well, oh, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say, I, I was surprised by the tears that happened with Nikki and Carson. And I think Shay was also, I actually found that to be a pretty genuine moment, Mary. I, I, it's just, I, I, it's just how, it, I mean, I want it to be. I had her, pegged since week one is a top two gonna go to the end queen but like this moment in particular just felt so on the nose like of you know it was almost like um like jada's speech of like pause for you know 
oh, applause. I you see. know what I mean? Like, I see. Oh, get choked I see. up and look away here, you know? Uh, I Yeah, that's not how I read it. And that's okay. We can have differing opinions and it's all good. Uh, I just thought it caught her by surprise. And there was kind of an edit around it. Mary's, uh, I mean, we chime in. Chime <laughs> in. This seems to be... Uh, I know it's not the, like, nicest topic, but, you know, unlike the judges, we are allowed to say negative things about the queens this season as well. Or constructive things. Are we? <laughs> I mean, we're nobody, so I don't think anybody even has rules. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah, the rules are there on a rule. Yeah, so, the rules uh, are, who are you? You know? <laughs> you know, one thing I wanted to bring up, this is kind of a bigger meta topic, and something I noticed when the Vivian won. Uh, was that last week? Yeah. Um there is no loser's edit. There's no shady edit this season. And that's the way I think I'm going to keep watching this season. When they were showing us Raja during the Nikki Glaser and Carson segment, mm-hmm. there was like this suspicious music in the background. It's all a ruse. It will always be a ruse because these are all winners and they're not going to give them a bad edit. Like she wasn't going to fail because of this. There wasn't ever a doubt in my mind that Raja was going to do poorly after this Nikki Glaser and Carson segment. And she's also been kind of highlighted in the talking heads up to that point. And I was like, there's a lot of Raja. It's not because she's going to be in the bottom. I I agree. I felt like the the rehearsal was the closest to like a shady uh uh-oh kind of edit. But Mm. you know what I liked about it was in a normal season, they might just kind of show that and, and then Carson kind of going behind his glasses, you know, with the wide eyes. But, um, <laughs> but oh, glasses. No. he needs his glasses. He needs his glasses. He can't judge without his glasses. And, you know, and um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I made myself go, laugh with that one. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but uh, then after kind of the critiques are done, then, you know, they have this like kind of additional part of the scene where Raj is like, you know, well, maybe I'll win a, a star or this week, you know, finally. And then he like says to Nikki as an aside, I haven't won a star yet. Like it's so mm-hmm. casual and almost like it, it's as if she's like looking over like at the like people behind the scenes going, this is stupid. Can I get a star this week? Like it's very almost fourth wall Valerie, you know? Oh, I totally get that. I heard that like, even in Act One, in the first five minutes, she's like, oh, I just want to win a goddamn star. And I yeah. feel like she said that so many times so far uh, to make sure that the editors edited in. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she would say that every week just in case they needed to use it. it right. I, it's, it's a brilliant way to win a star. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it, in a way, it's just like power of suggestion. Like, I really, I should have. I probably should have won. You could just give it to me. Like, even on the runway this week, she's like, and that's French for, for Vale. So if you want to add mm. some extra points on, that would be great. Right, extra points. Yeah, she even referenced stars in her graduation speech. Yeah, it, it, it's just like subliminal <laughs> messaging the whole time. I died. I love this because I also find this kind of true. And this could be a Gemini delusion, but my presence is enough of a statement of its own, even in silence. And I'm just like, oh, God, the queen energy. Oh, I just love that. I this love is, that. This is Raja's big Luann Delessip's energy. This mm. is big Luann energy. Delusional. I don't know who Luan that is, energy. but okay, great. Luann, you mean, is that from um, New Jersey? Is that you New know, Jersey? You love Luann. 
I do love Luann. That's the one, like, uh, don't ever mess with my family. We're thick as thieves, right? No, that's what that's, that's her Caroline quote. Manzo. Luann was the one who didn't go to Scary Island and had lunch with Jill. And she's oh, like, I don't her. know about this. Oh, the, the Countess. The Countess. The Countess. Oh, call her the Countess, please. She wishes. She fucking wishes. I'd call her the Countess. Is she, she no longer the Countess because no, she got remarried she, or something? No, is what she is. I don't want to talk about the housewives. I fucking hate the housewives. Let's you love on. them. You love them. She's still the Countess. <laughs> uh, did you notice the next day in the workroom when they all were walking in? That Jinx walked in like her Olsen's twin character from season five. Little nuance. Like her Olsen's twin. Oh, oh, sorry. My, my like Rolodex fell on the floor. I was mm. like, what mm-hmm. is a Olsen twin? No, okay. I did not notice that. Oh, I, uh, you know, two points for honesty. It was so good. So good. Good for her. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I'd like to see her Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, are you a fan of Elizabeth Olsen? You know, I appreciate her. I did not watch WandaVision, but <sighs> I feel like I've... You know what I saw Elizabeth Olsen in? There was some horror movie from, like, I don't know, the last 10 years called The Silent House. She was pretty good. Okay. Uh, Mary, I know you appreciate lady acting, and WandaVision is worth it. It's also very creatively done the first like four or five episodes so you're not going to feel like you're watching a marvel movie and i know that's probably why you avoid it um it the first four or five episodes are so brilliantly done and she oh my gosh uh, to do that in a in a in a marvel tv series mary she deserves all the praise I, I'm eventually going to watch it. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm I'm looking for some. I've been watching more quality things lately because my brain is um, famished. Uh, so mm. I I will put that on my list. Okay, Mary. Shall we talk about the challenge? Yes, let's talk about this challenge. So, uh, you know, I only have like one or two notes per queen, but we can obviously go into detail. But we did talk about my most important note about Monet, obviously, is, you know, the hair pick. Oh, the hair pick. Uh, I, it was so unexpected. The Mufasa, remember who you are, Simba. I, I thought it was funny every time I saw, I've watched this episode three times now, and I laughed every time. It was, uh, oh God, it was so good. I think she did well, but I think there, I think in a regular season, she would have been in the bottom two. Yeah, they would have edited it that way. I think also she, the editors kind of screwed her on the faculty wiping her mouth joke because it was better in the rehearsal. I think the one thing with Monet, I would say, is like none of it felt like terror. Like the Mufasa reference was was funny because he, she sounded like James Earl Jones. But like I, nothing was surprising to me about this speech, you know, you you could edit any joke here and they would have shown the judges laughing their heads off. Mm-hmm. So I think that was what was interesting about watching it uh, the first time was the judges were just going crazy over all of the queens. And I was like, really, guys? I, I was just surprised. I was surprised. I did think Monet was funny. I think she would have been in the middle for me. She would have been low middle. I don't think it was the worst unless they you know did her dirty like Kasha Davis and that's that what pick, I'm thinking. Yeah, know. it would just would have, it it would have been like boom when it landed on the floor. They would have showed it on the floor, you know. Yep, yep. It would have been. It, there would have been way more like 
uh, quiet beats, empty beats of Monet, you know, trying to get herself back together. So, uh, you know, with Shay, you know, I, I, I can't help but go back to, and, and this sounds more critical than it is, but I can't help but go back to my girl, Rita Rudner, who once infamously, I don't know to use the word correctly. I think infamous, famous, canonically famous. said, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's nothing funny about a person who's good looking and confident. Mm. And I thought, well, that's such great advice that has been given on this show. And so while I'm not here saying, well, Shay wasn't funny, what I'm saying is, you know, what say you in light of that advice? How did, how did Shay read to you? Uh, I thought she had one really, really great joke. Really great joke. She said, I know that this sounds like the cliched plot from a John Hughes film, but I guarantee you it's not because I'm black. That is a good joke. I agree. That was the strongest one. Exactly. And just like Monet's, just like Trinity's, the challenge was also supposed to be heartfelt. I went to watch, I watched this with Sister Mary Billy, uh, AKA analytical. And one of the things they, pointed out to me was that there's not that many challenges where the queens need to be earnest. And I feel like this one needed both and they were instructed to be both. I don't know if you remember, what was it? Was it the, it was like a political challenge from season four and like one of the queens took it really, or no, Dan Savage wanted them all to take it seriously, but the queens did not. They were all like joking and they mm-hmm. got read for it. I feel like this that was a challenge where they needed to be earnest. This was a one also where they needed to kind of be funny at the start and then have like really good advice on a graduation speech. And we rarely see that in a challenge. And so that's kind of a good way to look at this. And so Shay had like two or three good jokes and then a cliched piece of advice. You know, the 99 people in a cafeteria that don't believe in you. Yeah. Um, and but at the same time, it's it's advice. So I don't know. Shea Coulee looked amazing when she gave the speech, and her runway was impeccable fashion. So I don't know. I I did. I think Shay I would have put probably in the middle, um, mostly because of that uh, John Hughes joke. Yeah, I'd say she was in the middle, but I do feel like you know, in a regular season, I could see Michelle saying like Shay. You're kind of fading into the the pack a little bit for me this season. You know what I mean? Like I I could see her getting like a you know step it up, girl, a little fire under your ass, blah 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 kind of speech at this point. You know? Yeah, cliche Kool Aid. Yeah, cliche Kool Aid. Uh, <laughs> Trinity, <laughs> I laughed so hard at, at this hooked on phonics no. worked for me. No. Like. The like it's such a dumb joke that that's that me is the word that she doesn't know how to read, and I, I thought Trinity was so funny. Really, I would have put Trinity in the bottom, Mary. You know, I just I I, I <laughs> Michelle, you remember my porch? It still counts for this week too. I think that she, when she says the joke, and you could be just like me, you could tie for first on a reality competition show. That's good. You want to talk about good. things Queen said to Rue's face? Mmm. I just like playing, Oh, I thought you were about to play a clip. Yeah, oh no, ahead. I wish. No. But I, I just feel like you know, the you know, look at me now unzipping the gown, unnecessary reveal, didn't really do anything. But like I think Trinity is so naturally funny that like I don't know. I just I am I am 
I loved her this week. I don't know if she'd be top two, but she's a high safe for me. Her runway look was really, really brilliant. So I'll give her that. I thought her speech was fine. Uh, all of them were fine. I had no real notes for any of them. I have to like really think about it. Um, uh, but on a regular season, yeah, I think she would have been close to the bottom. Uh, I just, I don't know. It wasn't really anything for me. Um, but that's okay. We can, it's again, it's subjective. It's subjective. It is. It is. I will just continue to triumph for Trinity every week. Um, Raja, I listen. Okay, go with me here. If we're talking about things to say to RuPaul's face, Raja didn't really do anything but take off her hood, and RuPaul started laughing. The joke after that is, "Do I have something on my face?" Did she say that, or she didn't? Say no, that? I wish that, she did. You, that would be your that, if you were Nikki Glazer. Yes. Yeah. I'm just thinking, did somebody ever make that joke? Is there something on my face? I feel like... No, no. I think RuPaul might have. No, I don't think RuPaul did. Maybe. Uh, It's always been a take that thing off your face or I'd like to keep it on, please. But they've never made a do I have something on my face joke. No. If that's what I... That's that's what I want to see. I want to see her squirm behind that desk, Mary. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I want to see. Um, I think Raja's was great. I think uh, Sister Mary Jonathan had pointed out this is very, um, there's a Jennifer Coolidge about this that I mm. wonder if was intentional. Um, and uh, like, because what I, I thought Raja's was great, but I also thought it was very like, the, it was thought about. Like the idea of having pay your taxes is one of the jokes. If you mm-hmm. know RuPaul, you know RuPaul's going to love that joke because RuPaul oh, says yeah. that, you know? Yes, yes. They were all laughing a little too hard at Raja, which is why I was like, okay, Raja's also going to win a star. It was almost like Ru was also laughing with like that sort of, you get it, you get it, don't take mm-hmm. life too seriously kind mm-hmm. of laughter. You know what I mean? Yes. It's that yes. certain type of like, huh, you really get the joke kind of laugh. Yeah, you're one of my tribe. I, again, you know, yeah. Raja... If she, Raja, 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 if she's going to win, uh, it's definitely for or be in the top. It's definitely for that runway look um, and what and what she said when she described it, which I'll get to. But uh, yeah, this again, all of them were really fine. The ones that stuck out for me were Jinx's and somebody else's. And I'll I'll get to her when we get to her. But Raja's was great. I, I like that there was a structure. I like that there was a campy tone and it was serious. You know, I thought it was really, really well done. Did you have any thoughts on Jada? Well, I'm obsessed with Jada. <laughs> find the find the button. Uh, I can't find it fast enough. But um, I thought she had one good joke. I'm obsessed with Jada. So I just, you know, I got it. Oh, uh, thank you, Mary. Uh, you're all alive, and this would be extremely awkward if you weren't. Jada would have been in the bottom for me this week, uh, which hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. But. It was the least strongest of them all. I thought she. I thought that joke that was really good. But I could see a world. I could see a world where Jada might have been in the bottom this week. So I understand that. I could see a world where Evie would have been in the top this week. That was what surprised me, because th- she took RuPaul's show. Good luck and don't fuck it up, Mary, and turn it into a graduation speech. Yeah. Yeah, this and and 
like in terms of the oh you really got it you know oh you you know mm-hmm. you, you figured out where the ruby red slippers are i think evie had the most effective speech in that respect and you know i'll say this yes this is you know it's kind of like snatch game it's 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 certainly a comedy challenge make me fucking laugh but like evie it's it make me fucking laugh evie but like I think the harder part of this challenge was to come across as genuine and to give actually like meaningful, agree, you know, a meaningful speech. And I think that's where like maybe Evie needed a couple more like jokey jokes, but like in terms of like a meaningful message that was like on brand, like she won that part of this. And to be honest with you, Mary, ooh, it's great advice. It's great advice. You. You have to fail because also then you know that you're not going to die if you fail. You know what I mean? Unless, mm-hmm. you know, it's your your bungee jumping or something. Unless you it's fail your parachute. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But you know what I mean? Like you actually do need to fail. You learn so much more. And you're also if you are not afraid to fail, then you're more likely to take the risks that will put you over the top. I know that I'm kind of sounding like a cliche Kool-Aid, but it's true. You do have to fuck it up you do mm-hmm. well you know it's it, i i think that you know the point of it yes yeah, certainly like it's better to try and fail than to just sit on your couch and, and be afraid of failing you know and but mm-hmm. never even getting you know having the chance to succeed you know it's wayne gretzky and all that shots you take and you miss and you don't take and you never get and you know goal <laughs> so that you could be a hundred people in the room you know and none of them could believe in you yeah, and you know, greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Evie uh, could have been in the top for me. I didn't really get Veil from her runway, but that's okay. Uh, oh, what I was she wearing? It was all the beads. Oh, yeah. No, I was getting like Sarah Brightman's Middle Eastern music inspired album, Harem. <laughs> Okay, a Sarah Brightman <laughs> reference. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen and ladies and thems. My goodness, yeah. I am surprised. A Sarah Brightman harem reference. Wow. Yeah. Not Andrew Lloyd Webber's mistress. No, we're talking a, the Journey Home cover, Sarah Brightman. <laughs> I can't with you. I'm dying. All right. Um, yes, we talked about Jinx. This was, again, another just expert example of what to do in a challenge. I mean, at this point, it it is kind of uncomfortable. It's like Ben de la Creme keeps winning. Yeah, you kind of hope Jinx is going to quit in a couple weeks because otherwise it's like, jeez. I, I mean, when she quits, she'll be like, out of respect for Dela. Right, right. And then she'll play her ukulele and play herself off, you know? Yes, exactly. She'll play the, 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 the tearful music of sent, when they send somebody home. Yeah, yeah, and uh, one chord. Uh, just the tonic, though. Just the tonic? Just the tonic, thanks. Oh, I was read for Phil. They dragged me, they dragged me, they dragged me. Drag her. <laughs> so, uh, uh, drag that idiot with an awful laugh. Yeah, just drag him. <laughs> Evie? <laughs> Ouch. All right, Vivian, I thought um, there was a missed opportunity well, maybe not a missed opportunity. I hope Lee Dawson does it, or maybe we will. But Vivian falls at the end, and RuPaul goes, is she okay? The Cut in. Bag. Does she need to use the paper bag? 
<laughs> well, maybe uh, we can put it on Instagram. We could beat one of them to it. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah this was um, – it reminded me of uh, – did you ever see Drunk History? Uh, yes. I've seen uh, Snips and Snails and whatnot tales of it, yeah. It was funny. I thought the strongest part of her speech was when she was reading the girls. I mean, it was it was smart to like recognize like this is you could also make this a bit of a roast, you know, like mm-hmm. there's all these other queens on stage. It's kind of like it's like a ping pong or not ping pong. It's like pinball machine. You know, there's all these things you could mm-hmm. hit on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was smart. Uh, her reading of Trinity being on top of a professor. Yeah, it was all good. Uh, and it and, wasn't and tricky... heartfelt. Yeah, it's a tricky one because like playing drunk, I think can be. I think she did it well. I think there are more nuanced ways to play drunk. And there's like a couple interesting beats that like would have maybe made this even better. But she kept her nipple out. So I'll give her that. Oh, the nipple. Yes, she kept her nipple out. Brilliant. Uh, Mary, I think we can save our nuanced thoughts about the runways for nuanced. But who won the runway for you? Ooh, I, you know what? Jinx Monsoon. The lavender gown. I yeah. thought that that veil, that that little butterfly concept was so smart, and I thought her makeup looked great. I thought, like, Liz, one of the things I think I really took away from this runway is, like, I don't think I really know what a veil is technically, but that was the closest to what I thought one was. I, I just wanted them to edit in Mo- Monique Hart. <laughs> In the audience, looking at Asia. <laughs> oh yes, out. yeah, yeah. Um, she comes out, Monique. <laughs> yeah, that that look is Monique, and then isn't it like um, it's like Vanjie uh, in the Asha background, or yeah, yeah Vanjie, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, we can talk about this in nuance, but I, I really. I really liked Shay's look. I actually thought it was it was really cool, and I liked the story behind it and everything, but. I wonder if if you just if you just preface something by saying this is a love letter to then I think it means that no one can say anything bad about it. Mary, oh my god, Sister Mary Billy is screaming right now because that's exactly what he told me. Like she <laughs> like it it immediately becomes oh, okay. Like I just feel like Oh, it's a love letter. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a love that's letter. Nice. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, okay. then I guess we like can shit on it. Yeah. yeah. I can't shit on it. Okay, you know. And I just like it's like I appreciate that's a love letter, but like, have you put enough stamps on the envelope? You know. Oh yeah, you gotta lick those stamps. Yeah. I thought this was a gorgeous look, and one of our Marys wrote in. Uh, also, one of one of our Marys also uh, sent me a voice text about it, and we're gonna address it in nuance. But this idea of fashion versus drag on the runway, and it's it's high time we talk about it again. I think we've talked about it. God, maybe. It was All-Stars 4 because of Naomi Smalls. Um, It was just like fashion after fashion, but it wasn't always reading as drag. Uh, But I thought Shay looked gorgeous. The the one that won for me was Raja's. Raja's, I I like a big impact. I like when they come out, drag. That's what I want. And I thought that she did it. I thought it was the the quote that she gave. If you give me a challenge, I might take it too far and you're going to love it. And I like that type of spirit. I also appreciate. Yeah, I, I Rogers was really cool. Uh, 
I, I think it was another one of those looks where it was like, well, Raja knows about fashion more than I do. So the the, the, mm. the garment on your body, I don't know what to talk. I don't know what I'm supposed to think, but I think it's all very cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, we get Nancy Pelosi uh, coming out and Raja clapping for her and addressing that applause moment, uh, which is one of the pettiest moments in political history in the last five years. So, you know, credit to Nancy. Sure. You know, uh, fan favorite, fan favorite. Congrats, fan favorite. Edited in Pheromone here. Yeah. I I think, uh, I don't know. There's a part of me that's just like, why don't you get out of here and actually like get something done? Whew. Yeah, I yep. would love because I know they only did one episode of it, uh, Monet and, and Bunny talking about all stars. But like, I would love to hear Bunny's take on Pelosi being like having her ass licked by RuPaul on national television. Mary, Bunny goes in on Nancy Pelosi consistently. Yeah. On Instagram. Consistently. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I will say, you know, uh, to see a politician like AOC or Nancy Pelosi because I think there's only been those two. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Nancy having two different appearances um, is, you know, it, they're doing what politicians need to do. So I can't really blame a chef for cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't um, isn't Cory Booker RuPaul's cousin? Didn't <gasps> he do a video message? Corey like was a on. Yeah, maybe on a reunion. I know Cory was on RuPaul's talk show. Oh, yeah. You know, the one that failed. Yeah. Th- yeah uh, that one. Oh, for the, you mean that one summer? Um, well, you have so to fail if you're going to succeed. You've got to fail because now RuPaul's got a game show coming out. So let's see. You know how America's hungry for game shows like. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we've got the two. You know what I mean? We got wheel. We got Jep. What do you want? You know? Oh, my God. Wheel. I love when people call it wheel. Oh, I, that just wheel. <laughs> uh so um, fiddler it's like fiddler you fiddler know. I, you know that's the thing oh, is, were you and joseph okay oh, were you and joseph oh my god yeah uh we just did um phantom jcs and... oh i love jcs <laughs> yeah i uh we we don't call it hair we just call it follicle uh because it's shortened <laughs> but you know i don't mind the abbreviation of wheel for some reason that does not bother me in the least well i like it because it also reminds me of the first moment of many Wheel of Fortune episodes, uh-huh. if not every single one, when the crowd is going, Wheel. Oh, like you could just you yeah. could just end it there. Yeah. Wheel. And then the music plays. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it it is the moment. So anyway, yes, Cory Booker may have made an appearance. Cory Booker, by the way, I know he didn't it isn't Rosario Dawson his beard right now. She's gay, right? Cory, right? <laughs> Rosario, uh, I don't care. Yeah, that's that's the rumor. That's the rumor, Mary. Who knows? We Who knows? deserve him. This is gay rights. We deserve <laughs> Corey Booker. It's the 90s. <laughs> this is the 90s. Civil let, rights. <laughs> let us have Cory Booker. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't think of any other politicians that were on. Mary's, chime in. Any other politicians, future yeah. or otherwise? Oh, maybe there was that like really. <gasps> it was back in like season three or two where there was that like really hunky one that was like a weatherman first and then became a congressman. I think it was season two. Oh, do you remember? No, I don't remember oh, him at all. I feel like he became a politician and he's gay. He's blind. I'm sorry. I mean, no, and no, he's, he's gay. Gay. <laughs> no, uh... I can't remember. 
Yeah. I don't remember, anyway. but I um I like to think about it. So yeah, I mean, Mary's way in. Who are our politicians of drag race? You know, did did mm. Jimmy Carter build that like bathroom that they used to vote with the lipsticks in in the other All Star seasons? Oh my God, that's a Carter can. That's, that's a Carter. Right. Yeah, he loves to build. <laughs> oh, God. oh Mary. Oh wait, I have to I have to bring this up because it's pop culture. But somebody edited. Okay, so there was a recent like stamp like viewing that Biden did of Nancy fucking Reagan on a stamp or something. Um, but somebody edited, actually it, it might've been, it, but they, they edited it to be ma. <laughs> oh, I did see that. Yes. Yes. I died. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'll, I'll take, I'll take anything over the, over Nancy Reagan. I mean, Mary, put Octavia Spencer on everything. Why put her not? on a dollar bill. Put her, put her on a coin. Yeah, I, like that is that is such a great joke. I, that joke, somebody re-edited Morbius to be Mobius. Like that joke will never get old for me. Well, you know what's great about Ma jokes is you don't have to have seen Ma. It's right. just that it's just the like it's the screenshot of her like listening while leaning up against yes. the wall. <laughs> yes, yes, Mary. Yes. Also, I I've seen Ma. It's 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 a fine movie. It's very interesting. It's it, watch it as a camp classic. But yeah, yes. I'm excited for it to become a camp classic. That makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, this lip sync between Raja and Jinx, better in color by Lizzo. I feel like they kept showing Evie because she was doing more than Raja was. Evie would have just, as as my hot straight gamer bros would say, would have destroyed this lip sync. Oh my god! Annihilated, annihilated it. She would have annihilated it. Um, You know, this was not a song that I think either Raja or Jinx would normally do in a in you know with their choice. Mm. And I think Raja made that abundantly clear, but. I'm going to give it to Jinx for going for it anyway. And it was very much like Abigail Breslin at the end of Little Miss Sunshine, where it was mm. like, okay, well, you're not, you're, you're dancing to Rick James, but like, go off, little girl, go off, you know? Yeah. What do the kids say? Go off, sis. Go off, sis. Give us everything. Which, yeah, which give I think. Us nothing. <laughs> but she did. She really, I got to say, Jinx was oh, like. Oh, she did it. She yeah. was like, I don't have half the ingredients for this recipe, but God damn it, we're going to eat tonight. Yes, I, I appreciated the effort and couldn't help but be disappointed again. Uh, I it, know. It, well, a lot, a lot to compare it to that first one, but that's okay. That's fine. The, the shots of the queens afterwards, the applause, or even the oh, shots during the lip sync. I Vivian mean, like forgot to applaud. Yeah. She like looked to the judges like, oh, I guess it's over. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They were tired. It's a long day of shooting. I yeah. Uh, I appreciated Vivian's ginger minge quote. You got me, gal. I mean, got to give credit where credit's due. She she brought back both a you got me, gal, and a I do think reference this episode. Mm, she did. Yes, reference I queen. do think. Yeah. Uh, reference queen. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mary, who's your PSA? Well, you know what? I'm going to give it to Jinx. I know, you know, that... I I did not give her the love she deserved because Trinity had a porch that got eaten last last week, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna make up for that this week by saying that no, unequivocally, Jinx was top two, one this week, and at this stage in the game, tricks at this point, 
the crown's hers for the for the taking depending on the lip sync Lollapalooza at the end. I am going to give it to Nikki Glaser for all of her reaction shots when queens were saying something heartfelt. Oh, she was that was nice. She she did she did do some like oh, touching her chest moments which mm-hmm. was nice. Yes. I also appreciated how the queens Said exactly what I was thinking, but didn't know I was thinking it when they were like, you look like Celine Dion. Totally. Oh, my God. I would love for Nikki Glaser to announce the postponement and cancellation of her European tour on Instagram. I would love that. <laughs> Mary's don't know what we're talking about. This is a video on Instagram yes. that we, we oh my dissected. God. At her. At her. Yeah. Yes. We dissected <laughs> this. One of our Mary's had sent us this video of, of Celine Delivering the heartbroken, heartfelt news that because of all sorts of issues, you know, they would need to postpone some dates. And she knows how upset you all must be. And so if you want to hear us go into deep, deep detail on that, you can join us on Patreon.com slash only slash all right, Mary. And that's at our only Mary's level. I fucking love it. I I I'm excited still for this season. I think the season is going really well. I think the format is not getting old i like that they're all staying um i i think we should address something that we talked about before but the idea that the judges just aren't critiquing them it's all the positives i i'm we all have our own opinions right and that's kind of the thesis of it i also feel like it at this point the editors and the judges are like, well, fine. Fuck you, fans. We're going to like everything. It's, it is it is a weird careful what you wish for. I mean, that that's certainly a standing out to me where, like, the once the runways are over, there's really no point in watching the critiques or the deliberations Correct. because it's just kind of stationary cycling. But, I, you know, I mean, other than that, I'm having a good time. I guess, you know, given this new twist that we've got – there's two charity stars to give out next week, uh, mm. one from Jinx and one from Raja. What are your predictions? Who do you think's getting a charity star? And do you have predictions of who's going to give to who? I think Jinx is going to give it to Evie. And I think Raja, no, Raja's going to give it to Evie. Jinx is going to give it to Jada because she's obsessed with Jada. Did I mention that? I think we have a clip. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Jada. <laughs> there it is. Uh, this is a tricky one. I, I agree with you. I think Raj is going to give it to Evie as a, like, uh, you know, um, kind of help a girl catch up, but also to not give anyone else a second star. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's funny is who's going to get to give it to Evie first is really the question. Um, Jinx, I don't know. There was a part of me that wondered, like, it wouldn't be smart strategy because this this queen's going to be in the top again, I'm sure. But, like, Trinity did really help Jinx out, you know, in, during the ball. And I feel like that that's always the word on the street is that Trinity's oh. really helpful with everybody. And she did, like, not get a star one week when she should have. So I could also mm. see Jinx giving it to Trinity. But it wouldn't be smart gameplay in Monet's eyes, you know. Could she give it to the Vivian even though she blocked her? That would be kind of a smart way to smooth that over. Yeah, I mean, I think that was what Monet was hoping for. Mm, charity okay. star. Right, charity star. Oh, my God, that's a great drag name, charity star. Charity star, <laughs> yeah. So, who knows? 
All right, Marys. If you have any thoughts on the graduation speeches or who's going to get the charity stars next week, you can reach out to us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can find more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. And you can get more of me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, as mentioned previously, you can get more of both of us, including nuance, the all right, Mary after show on Tuesday at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Well, Mary's, uh, for fuck's sake, I want a star. I came here for a fucking star. We want you all to shine, just like these graduation speeches. So our last chance lip sync this week is Emily Sande's Shine. And we hope that you're having a great Pride Month so far. Have a great summer. Keep in touch. Totsines. Say how you feel. Like you got the heart.